My name is Preston Grace, and I'd like to welcome you to the No Walls Podcast. All right, all right. So we're going to jump in to today's podcast. I'm stoked for today because um, I love the new year. We kind of talked about that a little bit last week. Because something I was thinking about this week is um, I love goals. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of goals. Um, I just I'm I'm a dreamer by nature, um, but I also like things that keep me on track. And so the idea of goals helps the new year feel fresh. Uh, it gives me the vision, the excitement. Um, I just do. I love it. I love the idea that like I've got 12 months to change the world. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> and so something I was thinking about is um, I thought it'd be a cool podcast if we had a conversation about individually, like what are some of our goals? Yeah. Maybe our teams in ministry, personalized, whatever. And the hope would be to kind of maybe spark some ideas for other people listening today, maybe some goals that you could have or maybe get you thinking through like, let's not live 2023 on accident. Let's live it on purpose, right? Let's mm-hmm. let's get some goals. Let's get some things we're chasing towards. And I, I always find it fascinating listening to people talk about their goals. I love seeing where people's heads are at, what they're thinking, what they're kind of thinking. And also I think goals are a little vulnerable. I like the idea of being honest about like our goals and kind mm-hmm. of, maybe help you connect with us even on a deeper level than normal. And so uh, I wanted to get a podcast where we talk about some of our goals, but also I think it would be awesome if in a year we could come back to this podcast, can we assess? We yeah. do a review with everybody. You're going to talk about some vulnerability. We'll yeah. have some vulnerability then. <laughs> but I love the idea of as a group we come back to it and kind of just show people what it looks like, the goals we crushed, goals we didn't do as well, why we didn't do them as well, why we crushed them. But today's podcast is dedicated to setting that moment up. So yeah. my question for you guys today are what are some goals that you have for 2023? You ready? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. The podcast is like our accountability partner this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so next year, if I have to say that I didn't do any of these, that's going to feel bad. But uh, yeah, so I was, I've was i been processing lately. Um, we talked about words for the year, and I mm-hmm. think I've, I've got mine. And so my word for the year is foundational habits or it's a phrase like two words i guess well i like that yeah and and uh i was kind of going back i was thinking about my thought process through the whole uh last year and there were so many times where i was talking to people and i was like yeah when i'm 40 i want to be like this when i'm 40 i want to be like this guy when i'm 40 and then i really was thinking and i'm not doing any of the things that will get me to be that person and so this year what i decided was i want to make it really simple and i actually took this idea from uh you taylor because last year you did the every quarter you did something different i'm going to do four of the most foundational habits that I want in my life. And every quarter, I'm going to hit one of those habits. And so the first one is uh, working out. So my goal for that one is to be in the gym three days a week for the first quarter of the year. And if I do that, then I have succeeded. And the plan is, um, we're going to see if this works the way that I hope it does. The plan (laughs) is, because I'm giving myself three months, that will like set that habit in so well, like it'll it'll, uh, solidify it, that it will trickle into the, the next three months and so then the next habit won't be as hard to build because the last habit will be have been established mm-hmm. and so um, my first one is working out my second one is I want to read more so um, my I'm, I haven't gotten like a practical one for that yet exactly how that's going to play out but it'll probably look almost like a fast like replacing reading with time when I would normally do other things or like set aside a specific amount of time at the end of the day to read and then uh, my third one is also it's a physical one so I'm doing physical mental physical mental Oh, uh, I like that. And my and this one is getting my diet right. So in the past, every time I've tried to work out, um, 
I'll start working out and I'll be consistent when I'm only working out. And then I realize how many calories I need to eat or what I need to be eating to be doing this efficiently. And then what I'm doing is I'm trying to add two habits that are like pretty substantial at once and then they both crumble. So I'm spacing those out by six months. So I'll have working out and then that next quarter will be reading. The next quarter will be actually getting my diet right. And then the uh, last quarter will be writing because I want to get more creative. I want to be more eloquent uh, whenever I'm writing. And I've noticed whenever I do write, I feel like I speak more articulately as well. And uh, I just read The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis, reread that, and it got me really pumped. I want to write something like that, like fiction stuff. So I think it would be a fun time. So those are my goals for this year. I love that. Yeah. That's Thank cool. you. Dude, those are great goals. The planning is real if, right now. If at the end of the year I've established those four habits, I'm going to feel, feel good about it. Go so. ahead and summarize those four real quick. So um, my four habits are working out the first quarter, reading for the second quarter, um, getting my diet right for the third quarter. I'm not sure exactly what that will look like yet. And then uh, the last quarter will be uh, writing more. So I love it. Yep. I love that. I think it's like immediately what came to mind was like atomic habits. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, I, I'm taking, I'm still reading that book. I'm taking so long to read it, but I'm reading it in chapters mm -hmm. uh, because it is such like, wow, this is really cool. I I think I am a relatively big picture goal oriented human, mm -hmm. but the problem, or I guess maybe not even the problem, but the, what helps that is identifying habits. Yeah. Um, things that you can add into, or things that you can highlight and or add into your daily flow that help as like identifiers to reach the goal. Yeah. Um, one of my goals is sleep. Mm -hmm. I am trying to become a better sleeper. Yeah. I don't sleep very well. And, um, and that's like associated to a bunch of different things. And so I'm trying to establish like if my goal is to become a better sleeper, what are the things that I can implement in my life, say in this first quarter, first half of the year, rest of my life or whatever, that I can become a better sleeper. And one of those is like I I like enforcing um, certain like I like enforcing flexible um, routines because mm -hmm. um, I, I think you always you have to be realistically um, flexible and I'm also having a child this year so like yeah. it's like that's a cool routine but <laughs> she's coming so never mind yeah but um, at a certain level of the day my phone goes on do not disturb at a certain level of the day um, all of the overhead lights in my house get turned off and all the warm light lamps lamps get turned on mm -hmm. um, uh, I have like we have like we're, we are dessert scented candle people mm -hmm. and so um, those get turned on and stuff like that um, TVs go off and we're reading a book and I'm finding myself like learning like oh okay I can replace that with that and then by 9 30 10 even 11 I'm actually finding myself a little bit more drowsy and my mind is becoming like instead of 75 thoughts it's becoming like five thoughts yeah. and I can kind of like sift through that and start chasing some sheep or whatever and yeah. and be able to actually fall asleep. Um, but anyway, that's that's one of my yearly goals. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's a great goal. Yeah. So I have at the moment 42 goals. Oh, wow. Um, so Nicole and I do a yearly summit where we get together at the beginning of the year after our fast can we establish kind of what goals we're specifically going to chase? So my 43 goals are going to get trimmed down. Oh, okay. Uh, but I have a lot. Yeah. Uh, I love goals. I love, that I love that checking you. things off. I love the, I love the satisfaction of completing things. And so like, there's a lot to kind of the way that I do the goals, but one that I'm particularly excited slash 
not excited about because those are the goals that I love the most or the ones that I need the most, which usually means the ones I'm worst at. <clears throat> the one that I'm I'm definitely ch- chasing is uh, I'm going to try to not win the conversation with Nicole. So Nicole's mm-hmm. my wife. <clears throat> and so I am highly competitive um, and I always have kind of an internal soundtrack that I have to work through. Uh, if you've not heard soundtracks for it's repetitive thoughts that live on repeat in your brain. And so one of those soundtracks is like, I have to prove that I'm right. You know, mm-hmm. like worth must be proven. And so I constantly have to come back to like people who love me, people who care about me. I do not have to prove anything to them, which kind of goes back to like my word for the year, you know, lose. And so when I was thinking through like, how do I practically <clears throat> work that word lose into my year? And I started building goals around that. And so one of the first goals that came to mind is like, I don't want to win the conversation with Nicole anymore. So what happens is, Cause we'll just be doing life and like the combination of both my need to be proven that I'm right and natural competitive streak really just does not do well when like things that I deem as being unimportant get questioned. Like just, mm-hmm. I'm right. What do you mean? Like I'm always right. <laughs> Why are we making this argument right now? Cause it just drives me insane. Like one of the most silly, simple, dumb arguments we've had a ton over our marriage. Cause like I'm really good <clears throat> at watching a movie and finding that one person that's in that one thing and being able to tell you that like mm-hmm. yo he was in that movie <clears throat> and i'm probably like 92 percent right i bet if we asked nicole she'd give you the same number like i am almost always right <laughs> for whatever reason though nine years into marriage t- almost 10 we are 10 year anniversaries coming up in may that's crazy hey. <laughs> A decade. Hey, that's, oh, that's amazing yeah almost 10 years into marriage still there's like this internal belief now nah, you're wrong no, no, that's not who that is. No matter how many times I'm right, no matter how many times I've landed it, she is still like, nope. Like, like the last 652 times I was right, and like, and it's in those moments I need to like go and look it up, go and prove it, and then when I'm right, I mean, I am the sorest winner in the world. Yeah. Like, I just am. I take laps. I legitimately, when I'm right about something, will get up and take a full lap around the room. <laughs> like, I just, I celebrate. That's who I am. I've always been that way. Sportsmanship is not a high value for me. And so, <laughs> uh, when I get it right, I wind right up now, just yeah. hammering home on it. And so, it might seem small, but, like, it doesn't really help. It creates tension. It creates, like, fights and arguments that don't, they're not big in and of themselves, but it's like, why create any source of conflict that doesn't need to exist? I don't need to be right. It doesn't matter. Like, it's yeah. just, it's, who cares? It's it's minuscule. Just as much as I think it's silly that she would question me, it's just as silly that I would feel the need to prove that I'm as right as I am. And so what I want to do this year is really work out that word lose. Like, I want to give the advantage away, not take it. And so when it comes to the way I want to practically work that out with my marriage, personally, that's a goal that I have is I want to make sure that for the rest of the year, I'm doing my best to not win the conversation with her anymore. I want to let her win. I don't need to prove that I'm right. I know she trusts me. Uh, And so that's just going to look like everything. So like, it doesn't matter how many cows are in the pasture, who cares who's right, right? So just the simplest all the way down to just natural day in and day out exchanges. I don't want to win the conversation. I want to lose it. All right, girl, you're right. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's not, we're not going to, we're not going to dive any deeper into that than we have to. doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm going to work through that. That's not natural for me. So it's going to be a very hard goal for me, (laughs) but it's something I'll get to walk out every day. So lose will always stay in front of me because we talk a lot. We live together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. What's another goal you got, Preston? Um, 
so that the foundation one is like my my big one um another thing i want to do this year is i want to fast more often and so um we we talked a little bit about it before but um every time i've done like a secular media fast where i don't do like i don't take intake anything that isn't like christian based or is scripture or you know something like that or worship music whatever it is um i just feel better and I, i like my i feel like i'm just more on i feel i don't know i and and one of the things that's crazy about it is you know like the the saying like there's like worlds within worlds so like you might think like oh i couldn't do a a secular media fast like there's not enough christian content out like what am i gonna do listen to worship music and sermons all day but it's like if you like get in there there is so much that you can listen to there's actually like Mm -hmm. things that are entertaining um taylor just uh told me about like the chosen is a series and it's 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 incredible me and my wife started it so we've been watching that and I've noticed every time I do that, like I I do get something from it, and so this year, um, I I want to fast more often. I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. I I'm thinking once a quarter, and I'm thinking I might do it at the end of the quarter. That way, I get my steps for going into the next habit for the next quarter. Oh, that's good. If that makes sense. I like that a lot. Yeah, and then also what um Trevor's talking about Atomic Habits. I went and got a physical copy of it because I've listened to it before, and. I'm gonna use that as like my resource as I'm going through my habits as well. I forgot to say that earlier, but I think I think that'd be a cool way to do that. I like that a lot. So. That's really good. Yeah. Love that. One of my and uh, so that one was that my first goal was like for me as a person, um, as a couple. Um, our I've shared already like our word for the year is encounter, and uh, I my goal is for us to physically be in new rooms and new experiences. Um, and I feel like the large majority of our marriage has been a lot of internal work, a lot of emotional growth, a lot of intellectual growth. Um, and like, it's like, okay, cool. I'm watching like everybody that I love in my life. Um, the large majority of everybody that I love in my life, um, physically experiences new environments on a regular basis and gain so much like spiritual knowledge from, their rest periods and their experience periods, et cetera, and stuff that I'm like, oh my goodness, I would love to start experiencing things through like a couple filter, through my wife's eyes, Mm -hmm. through like what stands out in a room from her perspective and my perspective and so on and so forth. And now as we're preparing to become parents and stuff of like, there's a whole new realm of life that you're going to have to start filtering like the world at. And so I was like, wow, that's, you know, anyway, our goal is to, get in new environments um, and be intentional about uh, I'm intentional about that. We are also doing a, uh, we're not doing like quite to this point of you guys of like going away for a weekend, but we're going to go away for um, like a night and two days kind of a thing um, and, and have the same conversation. We're going to get away from like all the distractions and stuff and we're going to sit down and we're going to have some, we're going to encounter a different experience and we're going to talk about our goals for the year and the people that we want to become and the parents we want to be and stuff. Um, yeah. But I agree with you hands down about the secular content thing. Yeah. The first week, um, I was like, well, what the crap am I going to do? And I'm like, I don't really watch a lot of TV r- r- at all, but um, I'm like, well, okay, like what am I going to watch? I found a lot of stuff. I found um, I'm a plant enthusiast. I found a lot of Christian, like Christian based people that are just off of like, gardening content yeah. and stuff i uh i watch a few homesteads um and a fr- like i have a i have a extended friend that is a sheep farmer in canada so entertaining watch her stuff all the time 
Um, and I, I had this whole spiritual moment a couple nights ago when I probably should have been asleep, but, um, like in the Lord's prayer, it has like the lead me not into temptation. Yeah. I lead myself into temptation a ton of times and I'm expecting him to like, I'm like, why, why am I having to be tempted in this moment? Like lead me not into temptation. Let me, it's like, bro, I didn't. And like, you're, you're putting stuff in front of you and you're absorbing things and you're, in, you're, um, inviting battles into your daily life that you could avoid by not like exposing yourself to certain things. Yeah. And, and on the surface, it seems harmless, but what you could, uh, like what is attached to it could be harmful. Yeah. And me, I'm very, very like a sponge as far as like vibes and emotions and stuff like that in what I'm absorbing. And, uh, and anyway, I'm noticing like I'm talking different. I'm, I'm speak, uh, I'm, I'm acting different. I'm, I'm sleeping different. I am carrying myself different. I'm looking in the mirror different because yeah. of the certain kind of content that I'm absorbing right now. And I'm not craving what I've lost. Yeah, is what's what's really cool too. Um, and so I don't really. I'm still like we're still in the fast right now, and that's yeah. one of the things that's still in the oven cooking right now for me. Of like, what does that look like forever? What's that look like in my daily rhythms for the rest of the year and et cetera and stuff like that? And so um, I'm I'm more excited than confused. The first of the fast, I was like. I have all this stuff and I don't know what to do with. Now it's like, okay, it's starting to kind of like the muds, the the muddy water starting to clear a little bit, and I can yeah. start kind of seeing some stuff. But but that's that's another goal and excitement for the year. What I love it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. All right, so I gave you one goal for my marriage. So now I'm going to give you one for my family. Okay. Um, again, like the, a lot of this is running through my word for the year. So like when I'm setting my goals for the year. Um, there are some like universal goals that kind of would work no matter the word. Like, uh, like I want to, I want to record 160 different ideas this year. So there's like a note app in my phone that I have where it's like, I want to track all the new ideas. Like, there's a thousand things you think of off the cuff that you forget. Yeah. And like, I want to be way more intentional about writing down all my ideas, whether they're like sermon ideas or business ideas, a thousand different things. <laughs> like most of my goals are oriented around my word and that's how I stay on track. Like, because a major way that the word stays in front of me is my goals are like 80, 20. There are 20% of goals that could be used any other time, but like 80% of the rest of the goals are all oriented around this word. And so one for my family <coughs> is I want to, I want to ask the kids more questions and give less answers. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so like, as I've said, like, you know, Enneagram eight, you know, on the spiritual or the, uh, strength finders test woo is my number one mm -hmm. like just telling you what to do giving you ideas i'm passionate about and winning you to those ideas is like breathing for me mm -hmm. that's natural uh kind of love that i'm thankful for the gift it's a gift i have the knowledge people have and it adds a ton of value to every room i'm in but in parenting i have found <coughs> that it is not always a strength Cut a lot of times it can be a weakness because you just woo people into things mm -hmm. And what I realized is, like, I think my kids are amazing. I think they have God-given potential. I think all kids do, but I love my kids. And I started realizing kind of towards the end of last year, like, I give a lot of answers. <clears throat> and, like, the person who's probably had the largest effect on my life, our lead pastor, Jared, almost never gives me answers. Mm -hmm. Right. And I hate it. Right. <laughs> Same. He's always asking me <laughs> questions. He's always forcing me to come to my own conclusions. And who I am today is drastically different than who I was when I was 12 when I met him. Right. Yeah. Why in the world would that not be true for my kids too? Oh, that's good. Yeah. They're built the same way I am, almost to the T. Like they have so many of my same habits, so many of my same processes. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Because my word for the year is lose. I want to give away the time of possession to my kids. So if you watch sports, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, in, in sports, time of possession is how long you control the ball. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and with my kids this year, I would love to get to the end of the year and be like 59 or 49, 51. Yeah. They talked more than I talked. Mm-hmm. I asked more questions and I gave answers. And so for me, the hope behind that, because <clears throat> I want to start teaching my kids while they're super young, to come to their own conclusions, to critically think, to ask great questions, to process deeper, to not just be robots, but to ask themselves, who's God calling me to be? What's he calling me to do? What's the kind of person I want to be? What are the kinds of decisions I want to make? Why am I making that decision? Kind <clears throat> of I do what's natural and what's comfortable and I just kind of steer them and I just direct them and I lead them. They will be good people, but they're not going to know why they're good people. They're going to accidentally yeah. get there. Yeah. That's good. And then when they leave the college, they're going to have no answers. Mm-hmm. They have no idea why they do what they do. They just always did it. Mm-hmm. And while it produced good fruit in my house, it's going to be harder to maintain because it wasn't their idea and it wasn't what they believed they were supposed to do. So this year I want to ask more questions than I give answers. And that is going to be infuriating for me <laughs> because like some answers are so daggum simple, just do it. Yeah. But if I keep doing that, they're not going to own those moments. And what I've learned is while I hate that Jared will not just give me a straight answer almost ever. I am always better for it. Like mm-hmm. I always come on the back end. It's like, you know, you really probably could have got me there just a little bit quicker, but I won't forget the lesson now because you allowed me to ask the questions it took right. to ultimately come to the conclusion. So this year, one goal I have is with my children, Axius, Emery, and Ember, I want to ask more questions than I give answers. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Love it. It's really cool. Um, so a kind of family goal, it, it, I kind of talked about this a little bit on the What's Your Word podcast, but one of the, like, the family goals like me and uh, my wife have are like we want to focus on our faith like together, like making it like one thing, like the whole like one flesh concept. Like we each have our own individual faith. We want it to be, you know, stronger together. And to me, that falls under like the foundational uh, word, right? Because like we want, this is something I want to establish so that we can go further in the future and um part of that has been just we've been trying to make a habit of like praying at least once together a day Mm. and so normally that's before we go to bed um there's been a couple times already that missed it and it's like you just fall asleep don't even think about it and the next day she's kept me on track a couple times I'm like hey we didn't pray last night let's pray this morning like at least let's get two in today but um it it is crazy if you've never prayed with your spouse before, mm. how awkward it is at first. And, like, we've been praying together for a little bit now because, like, we I mean, we got married last March. And so, like, it hasn't been as consistent of a routine, but we know we have sure. prayed together. But it's also crazy, like, the intimacy it can build praying together um, because you also are, like, you start to understand what each of you are hoping for. And so, like, there have been times where I'm like, hey, what do you, like, what should we pray about today? And she'll, like, she'll give me something. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know, like, that was on your radar of something you wanted to happen like what you know what i mean or like you know there's a person we're praying for and i'm like oh wow i didn't even like i wouldn't even thought to pray for that person so i think i'm starting to see the fruit of what it means to have uh like two people's faith come together and i've never seen that before until this habit and so um that's another one that i i i want to to see where that goes and i i don't have like a whole lot of practical steps right now for that except for like just making sure we pray once together 
a day, or once once a day together. But that's that's yeah. all that we it's have. It's beautiful, so. man. Thank you. I appreciate like that. it's like a new level of intimacy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Big love that. You're in yeah. big love. You're that. inviting into a next level. It's like now I'm about to invite you into like my relationship with Christ. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a cool thing. So my my word for the year as a person is viewpoint, and I'm trying to filter everything through that. I want to look at it from a different vantage point. I want to like filter it of like what's my default. I want to look at it from the another viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my word, my phrase for my uh, for my team as the worship pastor here is new muscles, and I'm trying to kind of influence that throughout like all of my worship department Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it's it's challenging me to like what's already existing that you can just like start what's what muscles are already existing that you just need to go to the gym and work out what what routines should you switch up who should you add to the table um and help develop them i feel like it has like a like you're 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 creating your um developing and you are like enhancing upon stuff that's already there if that makes any sense yeah um, and so anyway, I think that's, 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 a that's another really cool, you got me, you, you had my, my train of thought, like went everywhere when you're talking about like that beautiful, like, like, yeah, we're learning to pray with each other. And I had like this really cool spill about it, but I was like, man, that's so beautiful. I love that, man. Some of my favorite moments with my spouse have been in like praying together and stuff. Like some of our most intimate moments and stuff were like that. So I was like, I've been there too, man. Yeah. That's real cool. Yeah. So cool. I love anyway. that. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you one more. I think um, this is one that I'm I'm working through how to make it um, like more practical, like what what this like what the specifics of achieving it is. So I give you one for my marriage, give you one for my uh, kids, and now I'm gonna give you one that I'm going to do for my work life. <clears throat> this year, I want to live at eighty percent. And so what I realize is like, you know, even like, you know, people of faith, generally tithing is kind of a, a, a rhythm. And most faith backgrounds, especially Christian ones, kind of like own, like Christian ones own. Mm-hmm. Of course, like I'm going to live on 90%, trust God with 10 or whatever. <clears throat> and what I've realized is that um, like during the fast, when I have such margin, like I do right now, where I'm not watching sports, I'm not consuming really anything. Like I was like, there's nothing to watch because everything's essentially secular if it's not yeah. expressly Jesus. <clears throat> and so I'm like, oh crap, I've got so much time. I have 42 goals in front of me that are beautiful goals that I'm mad excited about. And like, we're only, you know, like two weeks into this thing. I've still got like a whole other week of time to dream and plan and come up with all these ideas. I've got all my, I've got so many sermons ready for the year. Like, I'm about to just absolutely dominate 2023. This year is not ready for me. I am going to happen to 2023. It is not going to happen to me. <clears throat> and in the process of the energy that comes with the new year, I realize, like, why do I not keep that as part of my routine? Like, why do I not have more space to dream, more space to hope, more space to think and process? I do such a good job of running really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm a hustler by nature. And what winds up happening is I just fill spaces. <clears throat> I don't really review well enough. Like the weakest part of my goal game is just reviewing them in the process <clears throat> because I'm always kind of running to the next one. I'm always running to doing the next thing. And so last year we established Sabbath as a family routine. 
Okay, so we built Saturdays as our Sabbath. We're skipping birthday parties. Like people we love, we didn't go to birthday parties. Like we protected Saturday because it was our day of rest. It was our day where as a family, we're just going to enjoy each other. We're going to enjoy the gifts God's given us. We're going to spend a day. We're not working. We're not hustling. We're just enjoying who God is, what our family is, and then trusting him to like do with the next six. And it it's amazing. Like this year, we hit every single goal we wanted to as a marriage this year. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Ten years of marriage that has never happened except for one time. Wow. And I do not think that it is a uh, – I, I don't think it um, is – the variable that changed to me that made that happen was the Sabbath. Mm. It was the fact that once a week we were chilling. Yeah. And we were able to think through the week, process the week, talk about the week, talk about what's coming next, and just enjoy life. So it work so well for my family more than I work for my work life. So this year, my goal is I want to live 80%. I want to have 20% of my year free to dream, free to plan, free to hope, free to think, free to have fun, just vibe and chill and have a blast. Uh, Because all of the best things in my life come in the moments where they're not dedicated to do anything but just be. Mm -hmm. We do the summit every year as a family, uh, as a married, me and Nicole, to dream for the year. And all of the best goals come from that summit. Yeah. Shocker. You're not doing anything else, but just dreaming. It just makes sense to me. So this year, I, like I said, I haven't figured out how to practically work that in to the work setup, but that's the goal is I want to live at 80%. I want to make sure that throughout the Monday through Sunday routines, there's space, there's margin, there's freedom to hope, to dream, and to think. So yeah. um, anyways, I don't I wish I, I don't exactly have like the practicality of that. I've got a sure. week left to dream it out. But yeah. Yeah. those are my goals. My goals are don't win the conversation with Nicole, uh, ask more questions than I give answers to my kids, and then I want to work at 80%. I want to live my life that way. I want to have margin every week to dream, to develop, to process, to just have fun. You know, cool. I want to make sure we've got times where I'm in the office and I have the freedom to laugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have the freedom to enjoy company. I have the freedom to just, you know, talk it up. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so one of the things that for me about goals is there's like a stigma attached a little bit to like new year's resolutions I have found. Um, I have never been that guy because I don't understand why you would not want excitement and momentum, but there is like, and I think usually what winds up happening is people who hate resolutions, generally speaking, are people who don't achieve any goals Mm -hmm. and they're just really salty about it, which is fair. I get it. Right. It's like, I'm going to send you resolutions because resolutions don't work. They don't work because you didn't turn them into goals. Yeah. You had an ethereal idea at the beginning of the year, and it didn't want to playing out. And so I guess my question for you is, throughout y'all's lives, what do you think are the hardest, what are the obstacles, this is a better question, what are the obstacles you run into most? So when you come to a goal and it doesn't happen or it isn't achieved, what do you think is usually the thing that hangs you up? Because I think that would be super fun. If I was listening to the podcast, that's what I want to know. Yeah. All right, you guys are talking about all your awesome <coughs> goals. Sounds real cool. How many of them do you fail? Yeah. I fail a ton of goals. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, you know, I know what trips me up. And yeah. so I guess I have my question for y'all is, like, let's maybe talk about that. Like, what do you think is the thing that usually gets in the way of you knocking all your goals out? Yeah. Lack of planning. Uh, something I really love is that you guys – intentionally set space aside to set goals. Mm. And that's the goal. That's your goal is to set goals. (laughs) And so, um, for us, like I'll use us as like a trial and error kind of thing. And we're, we're kind of stepping in places similar to last year of like learning as a new married couple and stuff. 
is that January, February, March, April, May, we killed it last year as far as like like one of our goals was like we want to eat at our home for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like a simple thing, but we're two young married people. If we want to go eat out, we can go do it. Like mm-hmm. we're blessed to be able to do that. Um, not a big deal, right? <laughs> uh, but like we're feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like we've ran all day and now we're running over here to get here this and this, the blah, blah, blah. And um, I have some stomach stuff of like uh, not every food in the world agrees with me. And so my wife kind of does now as well, being pregnant. Yeah. So a huge goal for us was we're even fasting. It is like having the option of being able to go to like restaurants. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I noticed carrying on into the new year is that when we were super intentional about like, all right, we're going to set out two weeks of what our meals are going to look like. We're going to buy groceries accordingly. We're going to buy groceries on this day. You're, you're setting this food out so that you can cook it when you get off work, so on and so forth. When we had the planning side of it all, together and we were both were on the same brainwave it we killed it it was yeah. easy we just went and did it and like okay cool i'm doing dishes no big deal when we got off of the intentionality for setting time aside to actually plan that that's when things started getting funky yeah um and so now coming into the new year it's like oh we're fasting very similar things as we did for the last uh, beginning of the year fast um, last year mm-hmm. and so now i'm like oh like that's really important those set aside like like this day i don't care what you're doing this is what we've already put it in the calendar this is what we're doing is we're brainstorming about this kind of thing but i think i think so many people like like i will be passionate about something that i want to see done in my life and it like i eat sleep and breathe it and i'll even preach it to my intimate relationships around me kind of a thing and then like two men two months later it's fizzled out and i'm just like I feel my personality type is like I failed. I'm worthless. Like I'm bad because I didn't get to see this goal reached out, and I would just cap it at that and leave it at that instead of being like, well, what's one of my one of my fr- phrases last year was find the root, yeah. um, and that was in relationships with emotional reactions, etc. And um, anyway, that is so helpful too for me. Like with now, with setting goals and figuring out like, well, why did we fail that thing or why did that thing mess up? Sometimes you have external uncontrollable things that screw up your flow but but if you can if you can plan something and you're very intentional about space and being on this if you are married if you have like if you're on the same wavelength as a spouse then um excuse me uh like that intentional space is a game changer yeah like put it in writing write it down agree upon it put it in front of you i have a marker board in my kitchen and we write down that kind of stuff and it's like I have actually have three. I have a, or I have a cork board and two marker boards in my <laughs> kitchen. It's like we write that crap on the board. It's like this is what's going on on Tuesday. This yeah. is how we're handling it. Anyway, so helpful, game changer. I, I advise everybody write write it down, make a plan, set time aside to like see it done, have the conversation. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Passionate. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that's uh, hardest for me. I heard J- John Acuff, um <clears throat> break down like the four steps to accomplish every goal and anytime someone's talking about accomplishing all their goals you know my ears are perked kind of were super simple it's like you dream then you plan then you do and then you review kind of was thinking through those four stages and i'm the best in the world i know at doing i don't even need i, I just activate i which burns me probably way more than it helps me honestly like i just the idea of doing a thing just is enough for me. So I just like running, which is one of the reasons why living at 80% is kind mm-hmm. of my goal is I do too much. 
And then I think the next thing I'm really, I'm really good at dreaming. Like I, I've, I've got 42 goals, so yeah. dreaming's not really like a weakness for mine. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's a there's a gap. All right. So then the next one is planning. Um, I I think I'm probably okay at planning now. I was really bad for the first seven years of our marriage. Eighth year got a little bit better. Last year I was like, I think I can probably say I'm. I'm I'm okay at planning now, yeah. right? And the summit is kind of how we do that because now I've got um, like help planning it. <clears throat> but I will tell you what is the singular reason I fail any goal, and it is 100% the review phase. Mm. I am horrible at doing reviews. I do a terrible, terrible, terrible job of updating and checking it as I'm going. I'm just kind of going, yeah. and I finish some goals that way. But then the goals that are like antithetical to me, like they're working opposite of me, like this year my words lose. That's not a natural rhythm for me. If I don't review that goal, I am not touching that. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to get to the end of 2023 and have failed that goal. Yeah. And so like I'm realizing like, oh, if I'm not reviewing that, for example, my word for the year is lose. I got a ticket for taking left somewhere that I think was just stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm sitting in the courthouse. <clears throat> I have a ton of trauma. A score nine over here. I don't like cops for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm growing in that. That's a soundtrack I'm working on. I've met yeah. two amazing policemen. <clears throat> They're helping me, but I got a lot of trauma. So sitting in the courtroom surrounded by police officers and looking at a judge does not really put me in my best mental space. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's a simple rule calling a board and it says no hats, which I just think is so stupid. It serves no purpose. It is just a bunch of crunchy people wanting dumb rules that make no freaking sense. Come at me anytime if you want an argument on why hats in a building is a dumb, 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 dumb rule. Dumb rule. I'm looking at this board. What's my word for the year, Preston? Your word for the year is lose. It's lose. Yeah. You know who did not lose? <laughs> this guy, bro. I did not lose. I sat there so freaking dignified and just feeling so vindicated. Like, I'm not I'm not I'm taking my hat off. This hat. is dumb. I'm not going to follow your dumb rule. You ain't got a single reason for the hat. That's just routine. That's just fake rituals. Your grandmama and her grandma passed down to you. Like, this is dumb. We ain't in the military. You don't even need it. This is for no functional, functional purpose. I'm, like, running through all the reasons that dumb rule makes absolutely no sense. And you know who doesn't take their hat off? I don't take my hat off. Mm. <laughs> so much so the police officer comes up to me. <clears throat> I'm really just telling them myself, if y'all have ever wondered whether or not at least this pastor is like a hot mess, I'm about to give you all the reasons to believe it's true. <clears throat> Cop comes up to me. He's like, I need you to take your hat off. I don't even, I don't even acknowledge him. <laughs> I just keep staring straight. <clears throat> he taps me on the shoulder. <laughs> Said, I need you to take your hat off. I look at him I'm like, what? Third time, I need you to take your hat off. It's like, why do you need me to take my hat off? Fourth time, it's because it's our rule. I need you to take the hat off. Mm. You need me to take my hat off five times now. <clears throat> he is, yes, I need you to take your hat off. Now he's immediately annoyed. Yeah. Now he's had to repeat himself five times. I don't care who you are, you're annoyed. That yeah. is not a cop thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a human thing. <laughs> And my next response is, oh, I'm sorry, I'm hearing impaired. <laughs> and I'm not, because I lied to the cop. Took my hat off, set it right next to me. I just lied to the cop in the middle of the courtroom. Why? Because I was on my feels. I didn't want to lose. Yeah. Now, I could have let that be a moment and just laugh at it and just have a great giggle. Yeah. And just like, I'm so freaking funny. But when I review it, I didn't win. Mm. I actually lost at losing. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I failed my word. I'm not even 
three weeks in the year and I'm already stacking up L's. And if I don't review that moment, <clears throat> I don't come back and realize, oh, there's still a broken soundtrack. I'm still letting the past rob me opportunities to connect people in front of me. Mm. I'm missing the moment to be kind to somebody. Why? Because someone was mean to me when I was 12. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to him. He didn't do anything about that. He didn't make that rule. It's not his job. Yeah. Like, like he didn't. He wasn't a part of that. He, he has to enforce it. It's not his rule. And like I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh wow, what a massive L. And if I don't review that, I'll just keep repeating that. Yeah. And what I've realized is like, all the goals I don't hit are always because I don't come back to them. Yeah. I set them up. I ride a ton of heat, a lot of passion, a lot of energy. And if I don't review them, I don't finish them. And so the way I'm reviewing this year is kind of two part. Um, normally what happens, I, l- I put all my goals like in my notes and they're kind of in front of me. <clears throat> uh, this year, <clears throat> I've taken into detail deeper and I've separated them all. So I have daily goals, once a week goals, once a month goals, mm-hmm. quarterly goals, and then annual goals. <clears throat> and all of my goals now have a color-coded system next to them that tell me where they're at. That's going to help me review now yeah. because now I'll know which goals I need to review at the end of the night, which goals <clears> I need to do at the end of the week, which goals I need to do at the end of the month, quarterly, and at the end of the year. Yeah. And by having them color-coded, I now know specifically what to attack Yeah. because when you have a bunch of goals on your phone, it's daunting. Yeah. But if there's only three you do every day, I can knock that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's only four I do every week, I can knock that out. If there's only two I do every month, I can knock that out. And so this year, that's something I'm doing to try to solve the review issue. Okay, that's something I need to work through. I need to look through that. I need to add that. I need to process that. And so, like, I've added, like, so, like, I've got, like, a, I want to, the goal I have for the years, I want to, like, spend 15 minutes just silent, meditating, just kind of processing. I'm going to add my broken soundtrack about police officers to that moment. Yeah. Because I want to preempt that next time. Yeah. I want to be able to have that solved before I get in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's one thing. And the other thing I'm going to do with the review is I'm going to invite people to my story. And so this one's really cringy for me and super vulnerable because I don't like losing, right? I need to prove to you my worth, soundtrack yeah. I'm working on. I need to create moments where I can own when I lose. Um, and so this year, after our summit in a week, when the goals are locked in, I'm going to send all of my closest people my goals. And they're all going to have them on their phone. And then I'm going to invite the people closest to me to keep me accountable. Oh, wow. So you're going to have on your phone my goals. Yeah. And the invitation will be for you to, like, check me if you see me out of line. So if I'm telling you a joke about making fun of a cop or, or messing with a cop, you're able to sit there in the moment and be like, hold up, dog. That's not losing. Yeah. And so this year, that's something I'm going to do. So I'm going to send all of my goals to the people closest to me, people I lead, people I serve with, people that lead me. I'm going to send them all. And then I'm going to invite everyone to keep me accountable. I'm not going to review alone. And wow. I think that's something Ooh, I like that, that I've tried friend. to do in the past. Yeah. Is I've tried to review alone. Yeah. This year I'm not going to. I'm going to review with people. People I trust, people that care about me, and people are going to hold me accountable. Right. Yeah. If I review, it's like, that wasn't that bad. No, yeah. no that was bad. That <laughs> like was not too critical or not critical enough. 100%. Yeah. So it's vulnerable, uh, but I'm trying to lose. So I'm losing pride. I'm losing ego. I'm losing everything. So that. I'm going to invite people to my conversation. Yeah. So Learn a good. lot in the process. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things about goals um, that makes me, or the reason why I fail them often is bec- is more on the planning side. And it's because I get, I think I go from dreaming to doing. And so, like, every time I've worked out before or, like, tried to start working out consistently, it's like, 
like I'll I'll like watch some YouTube videos, some dudes that are just jacked. I'm like, oh yeah, that seems like a good idea. Let's do this. I want to do this. And what I don't realize is it's more than one habit. So it's not just working out. It's also getting up earlier. Yeah. It's also sleeping get, more. Sleeping yeah. more. Getting used. Getting uh my clothes ready for in the morning. Oh, so that uh, like there's like a whole like process right. there that I didn't even realize was there before. And so and there's uh, a couple different. I had another habit too like that. I can't think of it off the top of my head. There's one that I failed recently, and that's and that's what it was. I didn't realize there's like three habits in that habit, and um, yeah, I, I think I think I'm I fail more on the planning side, and I definitely fail on the reviewing side. I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna because normally it's like, oh man, I didn't do very good. Let's just uh like let's just keep going. Like there'll be another one, but. I yeah. tried to like I'm a I'm a I'm a list and like I'm I'm a I'm a ranking guy. Yeah. I just I, it's kind of how I'm built. I, I I if you have anything I mean I want to know how you like something I will always go to a scale of one to ten. Mm, yeah. Um and so I was like you know I'm curious I wanted to rate like how well I am at like those four stages I gave myself a ten on do, uh, I gave myself like a like nine on dream, then I gave myself like a like a six point two. Mm -hmm. on plan and I gave myself a one on review (laughs) like I'm so bad at it man I hate how bad I am at it I'm 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 absolutely gonna work through it but you know the one of the things about reviewing that I like a lot also is like uh have you ever set a goal and realized like in the process you don't want to do it anymore yeah yeah it was like yeah that sounded great in January yeah so here I'm a month in and like no I think that was just more of an in the moment yeah core have you like had a goal and then chaos hit yeah. you know like you just never saw that thing coming you mm-hmm. couldn't have predicted a pandemic uncontrollable and yeah. so then it's like well now the goal i set at the beginning of the year i can't even pull off yeah. right so if i'm not reviewing the goal then how in the world am i going to ever hit it like if your goal at the beginning of the year is run a thousand miles yeah and you break your ankle in february how, yeah. yeah you're gonna have to adjust that number right. or you're gonna get to the, end of the year and just be real sad because mm-hmm. there's no chance in the world you're gonna have to recover six ten weeks you're ever going to get back on that you know uh, out there running again right and i think that's something for me is hard because like i don't really like accepting failure mm. um and i think if i if i review it doesn't feel like failure anymore it feels like adapting yeah right. and i know those are probably semantics but from a personality type it's so much better to realize like oh okay you didn't have all the data yeah right. i don't know what november looks like right i just don't yeah. Right. So the idea to think that even at the beginning of the year, as much as I want to plan well, I'm not going to know what's coming in November. Yeah. Right. So I need to have reviews so that as the year is unfolding, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I can adapt now. Mm-hmm. Right. My heating and air breaks in you know March. Thousands and thousands <laughs> of dollars tank, to fix. Your, your hot water tank. Yeah. Hot that's water a, tank that's a real, breaks. Like, uh, that's, yeah. that's hundreds of dollars to fix that. So if yeah, my sure. goal is to save X amount of dollars, but I have to – spend so much like oh, okay i'm gonna have to figure out what's a reasonable adaption so anyways right. i think reviewing helps you also keep rhythm it's not so much about like making sure you're not failing it also kind of puts like fuel in your tank to all right cool i am making progress i am getting closer yeah so it works both ways so yeah. i think the uh, details in it, it too are so highlighting too like immediate my brain i went to i mentioned a friend of mine that has like a really large sheep farm mm-hmm. and something that she's incredible at honestly it's so inspiring is the data she is a data person you're working with so many animals on on like a like a business side or whatever it's it's prudent for you to be able to like keep your numbers and stuff yeah so she's at the highest capacity 
of successful lambing um, numbers that she's ever been at. So that oh, wow. means that like the the mama sheep has the baby sheep, and she's at the highest numbers. Um, and she's so excited about that, blah blah blah. But she also is at the same um, number of stillborn lambs that she was two or three years ago. So on paper, she's celebrating like I have tripled my numbers in three years. But with that success comes this data point that like like I think it was it, she said it was so helpful to me because like, yes, I'm getting my numbers up and I've, I've, I've done really well in this area. But I, I this has highlighted an area that I need to like quality over quantity kind of a yeah. concept or whatever. And so it doesn't matter how many that you can have born. How many are you loading in the trailer and sending to the sale and, and are coming back into the profit margin? Mm-hmm. So like she she raised 0.2 percent um, increase from last year, and she was like, "I'm honestly super stoked about that." And now I see the areas that I need to put energy toward, and I'm like, yeah. "That is so good. Yeah, that is so helpful." And I know that that's like agriculture, but like. It still applies. It yeah. so applies it to is. everything you're doing because you can, you can look at it and think that oh my gosh, like it doesn't feel like it moved, and then you can look at it on paper and her logistics and stuff show like oh no, it did move. Like in some areas it went this way, some areas it went you know up, and some areas it went down. Yeah, and I was like that is so inspiring, and that's been some some food I've ingested yeah. uh, during the fast that's been like wow, that's really inspirational. How do I implement that into? personal goals, couple goals, team lead goals, et cetera, and stuff, yeah. creation goals. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think uh, I'm going to end it on a quote okay. that I heard uh, this morning from John Acuff, and uh, it is, nothing awesome happens accidentally. <coughs> wow. So do not live 2023 on accident. Yeah. Come on. Live on purpose. Live with purpose. Dream, plan, do that stuff, and then turn around and review it. And at the end of the year, 2023, is going to be your best year. Yeah, it is. Love you guys like crazy. Let's dominate 2023. I hope y'all listening have an amazing week. We will see you soon. Love you, bro. Love you.